Hello listeners, and welcome back to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. This is episode 30, The Call from Beyond. Before we get started, we've got a few things to announce. We've gone through all the 2022 feedback forums and we were very pleased to see mostly positive responses across all categories. We did find some places that we can improve, but with nearly unanimous feedback, the place we clearly need the most improvement is surrounding our consistency and definitely we need better communication about our release schedule. So stay tuned after the episode and we can circle back on some of these finer feedback points, but no need to drag it out any further. Let's drill right into episode 30, The Call From Beyond. Iso's ragged breathing fills the empty silence in Reed's apartment as the phone call with MedTech concludes. Sedoi's confident corpo misdirection synergized with the forward thinking of Mavis and the cross-discipline collaboration to tackle the constantly shifting paradigms in their fast-paced environment, bought our edge runners several hours to finish surgery and make a plan and avoid having to meet any repo or recovery agents, whatever those are and eagerly anticipating the minigun awaiting her attention nearby. She nods towards Mavis, who returns a frustrated scowl. Sedoi's gaze is caught by a spurt of blood that begins gurgling out of Iso's back. Sedoi averts her eyes and turns to give Mavis some space, and immediately begins making plans of what to do with her newly acquired minigun, when a question floats to the top of her mind. I don't know why. Why did I lie about that? Good question. I don't think we were particularly to blame for what went down. You started lying. I just followed your lead. <laughs> Wait, did I? I don't know, but I'm going to say that you did. Okay, I'm I'm too busy with this spawn to really bother arguing with you. Well, they're going to find out we lied when ISO sends them the footage. We can't not send them footage because... We need those eddies. I don't want to get killed by a repo man. Well, if you let me get on with this, maybe we can uh, wake him up for long enough to doctor the footage a little. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Sedoi. Mm-hmm? Your first hour goes by. Can I get you to roll your invention check to invent a trigger? The DV for this is 9. I rolled a 15. Okay, you construct a trigger out of some loose wires and some bits of plastic that you shave off. Test it out a couple of times, it's working. So that takes your first hour. You've got your prototype, your second hour, you need to actually make it. And install it, yeah. Make it and install it. Similarly good, 16. All right, you have this trigger and uh, have it attached onto the machine gun. That doesn't mean that the machine gun will fire when you pull the trigger. It means that when you, you have the trigger, it's attached to the gun, when you pull it, it thinks that the ship is telling it to fire. I imagine it needs power too. Yeah, you don't really know what it's gonna do whenever you pull that trigger while it's hooked up because like you said, it needs power. Yeah. But from your testing, you're pretty sure that this is gonna work. All you need to do is like figure out how to get power and then figure out what signal it's looking for. Once you get the power, that'll just be another tech roll. Cool. Well, I mean, I'm sure I can fashion a, a wall plug for this thing. <laughs> 
home installation for a mounted machine gun to run off of home power is probably, I'm going to say, an expensive upgrade. Right. It's going to be very dangerous. There's going to be capacitors involved. You have to change the voltage. There's lots of different parts, moving parts that are involved in this. I think this is a long-term project. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to spend 250 eddies right now. All right, so Mavis, you spend the next three and a half hours or so finishing up your surgery on ISO. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can I get you to roll your surgery check now? You certainly can. Let me just double check. What's what's the DV on spinal injury? 15. High. And I have a broken arm and a collapsed lung and broken ribs. (laughs) So I've got a minus two. That's a surgery DV 15. Yeah. So I'm just going to use all my luck here, the rest of my luck. So that's plus four. Okay. Can I somehow influence with my luck since it kind of involves me? No. No. (laughs) That's a 17 with my plus four from luck. Okay. Yeah, you have successfully repaired Iso's spine and you begin sewing him up Mm -hmm. and you close him up. You have about 30 minutes until your deadline occurs and Iso is still out hard with the medications that you put him out under. Yeah. But would you like to wake him up? I would like to wake him up. Unfortunately, I don't have any, like, drugs or anything. I, I don't have any uh, surge to wake him up with. That would have worked. Yeah, cocaine. You do have some cocaine. <laughs> Just a little sniff. Yeah, but ISO, like, already gets into enough trouble without cocaine. The whole gang gets addicted to cocaine. <laughs> Just slap him really hard. Sedoy and Reed are both kind of staring at you, and uh, they're very aware that they have 30 minutes to figure out what the fuck they're going to do about this footage before the repo men Hmm. are going to be called. They see you rustling around in your bag and looking relatively unsure. Can give him some adrenaline, maybe? That probably sounds like a bad idea. Hey. What? What? (laughs) Mavis. Reed? If I slap him, will I wake him up? I'll slap him. Please, no, wait, please don't slap someone I've just performed spinal surgery on. That's not a great idea, Reed, I'll be honest. Like, I'll level with you, Reed. Normally, I'm all in on your idea. She seemed like the most level-headed one out of all of us. But slapping a guy who's just had spinal surgery is a pretty fucking terrible idea, Reed. I take no offense at that remark. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. I just eject ISO with, I don't know, some, some of the good stuff. Yeah, a small amount of adrenaline. <laughs> okay. You inject him with some adrenaline. The adrenaline is enough to wake him up. It is not in any way anything that counteracts the drugs that put him under. Uh, so Uh-oh. here we go again with some more Disco Elysium imagery. <laughs> Iso, you are laying sort of like face down with your, your head under your side and you suddenly feel your consciousness being ripped back from this fuzzy, warm place that you used to live in. It's being ripped back to your body and you open up your eyes and in front of you, you see a swarm of strange colors. Is this hell? Iso says to the three of you. Hello? Holy fuck, that actually worked. Hell, hello. (laughs) Iso, this is your dead mother. What is your password to your device with the videos on it? Stop it! My mom died? (laughs) Uh, So to to you, these are just, they're blobs of color. They don't take any form. You actually don't even recognize them as human. Why is the goth color telling me that my mom's dead? Look, we don't have much time. We need your password. Tell 
I, I, no. Asshole, can, can you, can you hear me? I hear a lot of voices right now. I know, most of them are... Is my mom okay? Uh, your mom is in whatever state she previously was in. I don't know your mom. What? You're, you're kind of fucked up right now. I can kind of tell. As much as I don't condone using the apparition of your dead parent to try and get your password, Zadoy is right. We do need it. I'm sorry your mother's dead. <laughs> she's not. No, Sadoy. You're a blob. I, so as Sadoy says, I'm sorry your mom is dead, you sort of feel the entire room drop out from underneath you, and you peek over the side, and you're basically lying in a formless void of swirling stars that are moving around you. And the walls, which have not disappeared, the wall that you're staring at, a hole begins to form in it, and it begins to crumble away. And standing in this hole, at the end of a very long, dark tunnel, is a rat-shaped figure. <laughs> wow, it's like vertigo, fear, amazement, and grief at the same time? Wow, he really is high. Mavis, Iso is clearly under a ton of drugs right now, and rather susceptible to anything you say to him. <laughs> Wait, you see, you see a rat in there? Um... Big block of cheese. B big cheese block. Make sure that rat's happy. Wait, no, he, do he doesn't like cheese. He likes human flesh. Big human flesh pile. No, that might be dangerous for your psyche. Bodies begin raining from the sky. Their lifeless eyes stare at you and seem to reach out screaming for your help as they pass by your table and slip into the formless void beneath you. So it is me, Rat Man. I must know your password or I will eat you alive. The rat creature at the end of the tunnel appears to be speaking to you. But, but no. No. If you give me your password, I will make sure your final broadcast is very poggers. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to have my subs. They're my subs. You're not allowed to steal my subs. If you give me your password, I will make you infinite subs. That's like five more than Junas. Ten minutes have passed. You have 20 minutes of time remaining. Bring his laptop, well, Sadoi. I've got an idea. Okay. Sure. Reed sits down next to him and just goes, Now in front of you, there is a laptop. It is your laptop. The laptop has something incredibly important on it. You see this laptop, Iso. It is, in fact, your laptop. I want you to reach out and type in that password. But, okay. You will upload the best video of your goddamn life. I was planning to do that anyway. Exactly. You need to just do that little thing, you know? Yeah, so Iso tries to type, but I can't imagine typing to be an easy task. <laughs> Can I get a resist torture drugs from you? <laughs> I'm good at resisting drugs. Yeah, not that good. No. <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, Getting a lot of practice in, though, lately. Yeah, yeah. so you reach your hands out, like, kind of, you, you lift one arm, you, uh, like, reach your hands out to type your password, and then sort of peek over the, the thing of the keyboard, and every time you blink, the letters change positions. This is clearly not a standard keyboard. Fancy. It's voice-activated laptop. <laughs> is it? 
No, but if I say that it's a voice activated laptop, maybe you'll say the password out loud. Yeah, all good point. The password is voice activated. So it's a door blob. Why do you need laptop? So we can get paid. The, yes, we to get paid and because if you do not upload video footage of us fucking up, the Mavericks are coming to kill us. So how lucid am I to tell them that it's in the shoulder cam and not in the laptop? <laughs> uh, did they explain to you what, what they're looking for? Uh, sort of. Yeah, we are, we are looking for yeah. the video of what in, happened. In very we broad strokes that. that they want the thing so we can get paid. Okay, yeah, I'd say you're lucid enough to know where that is. That's not in the computer, silly. That's in the, the camera. Okay. And I try to tap my shoulder. You tap your shoulder and it goes and then pops out and the camera just sort of flaccidly falls on the table yeah. next to you. Your mental capacities aren't there enough for you to be able to control it, but it just flops on the table next to you. And all of you do see that it does have a data chip inside of it. Yanke. Babe, do you want to do others? You're the tech. I need to make sure he doesn't fall off this table and break his neck again. No, sorry. Let me take it. Please be gentle. Reed just yanks it and plugs it into his agent. You aren't really in any position to fight him off. No. When you wake up, you're going to be very nice to Sidoi. But Sidoi shot me. <laughs> Repeatedly. And you're going to shave that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Reed, you, you have the data chip and it is 15 minutes to deadline. Okay, Reed is going to take a step outside and backstab everyone. No, I'm okay. <laughs> I was like, where's this going? Actually, maybe... Detonate the bomb I planted in the apartment. An ISO spine. No. I think he actually activates his comms and tries to get back in contact with the um, HR lady. Okay. Just to try and change what everybody said so it actually makes sense. <laughs> Alright, you call up MedTech and uh, after a second or two of connecting, goes... Hello, welcome to MedTech. Oh my god. <laughs> if you're in critical need of assistance, please speak help loudly and with a clear voice. If you'd like to subscribe to MedTech, please say the word subscribe and an agent will be on to assist you shortly. He just turns it off. <laughs> he just turns it off and sends the footage. Yeah. He tried. <laughs> you turn it off and sort of shrug, hit the button and upload it to their server. Yeah, with a message saying, upon re-examining the footage, we believe that there was a person behind the door who fired. The immediate area was secure, but somebody showed up before we could take him out. And since you, I, I, the only reason I'm mentioning this is because it seems like you're trying to be straightforward with him. Are you going to be straightforward about the chip that is clearly captured on this video being put into Mavis's chest pocket by the guy being like, put this in June Gold's hands? All of that was captured by ISO. I mean, it was while I was on the floor yeah. after being yeah. shot, so I'm not sure what the angles were. Yes, but you specifically had to roll a check to see if you kept her in True. frame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the way that I'm putting this through is that Reed is basically saying he was in the ship. He doesn't know what's happening with the chip or anything like Throwing Mavis under the bus <laughs> like as far as his perception is concerned he doesn't know what's happening so he's not going to tell them immediately himself okay you send off the footage and you don't hear an immediate response back 
That's a good sign, right? They gotta review it, so... We should have accidentally sent, like, 16 hours of other ISO <laughs> footage, like, in mixed in with it. Oh, no, he's, like, uploaded the entire memory chip. That should oh, at God. least have the footage from the, the, like, shit that went down behind the apartment yeah. as well, I guess. Oh, it yeah. does. You uploaded a copy. It's not like you destroyed the yeah. original. So ISO still has all of his yeah. footage. Uh, yeah. uploaded a copy. <sighs> Reed hops back in and just goes... Okay, it's done. Asso's out of surgery, but he's gonna need to take it easy for a while. I'll stabilize him up, help get the natural healing process going. Uh, how are you looking, Reed? I'm really seen. How are you doing? I'm fine. And Sadoi? Duh? How are you doing? Do you get hit by anything? Uh, just massive cocaine addiction. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, at this point, Mavis coughs up a shitload of blood and uh, flops onto the floor and goes, Okay, just me then. <laughs> Mavis continues to bleed out on the floor of Reed's apartment. It's getting late. What time is it? About 2.30 a.m. Ah, shit, it's still curfew time. <laughs> yes. Very much curfew time. Reed. What? How much first aid do you know? I have good first aid skills. I know second aid. <laughs> Thanks, Asso. You're a sweetheart. I could, well, the arm, you know, I know about the arm. I can deal with that. I'm pretty sure I've, uh, I'm pretty sure one of my lungs is gone. And uh, I got some fucked up ribs. Reed, this is, this is my fault. Let, let me handle this, okay? You just go to my room and sleep, I guess, if we're in yours. Look, today I'm going to take it hospital. No, I can't afford that. I, I can't afford that, Reed. Just, if We've you can... just been fucking paid. Yeah, but I, 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 even with just being paid, I can't afford it, but, like, if you could just I don't know, take me up, I'll, I'll live with the rest. It's not the first time I've taken a bullet. I just don't want to bleed out overnight. It's such a nice carpet. Uh, whatever. That's, you can tell something's definitely wrong because that's the first time Mavis has ever expressed concern for getting blood on anything. Mavis, you ask Reed to kind of like tape you up or something. Reed, you take a look at her at her injuries and realize this is far <laughs> beyond first aid. This is like requiring another med tech to fix yeah. her. And you feel like doing any sort of patchwork is probably just going to make things worse. Mavis looks at this way. Either you're gonna have some very immediate issues, like you're gonna like bleed out on the floor right here, right now. Right, that's what I'm asking you to not have. Or I'm taking you to the bloody hospital. All right, I've only got 300 eddies, but we can go if you want. I'll cover it, don't worry. I've got the name of that med tech you gave me, the, um, I think Iso got it. Oh yeah, the, right. The guy at the cheap robot store, he might do it on the down low. Gotcha. You go down and put Mavis on the motorbike, uh, and it is 2.30 a.m. The streets are eerily quiet. Where normally there would still be people moving around, the sandstorm has wiped most of the people away, and there's now a thin layer of sand all over everything, and almost nobody is on the road. You can see a couple of vehicles, like, way off in the distance, but that's it. You've never seen this few vehicles in your life. Reed pulls this, like, face scarf. I think they're all gator scarfs. Yeah, something like that. Then puts, like, something similar, like a mask or something over Mavis's mouth and nose so that she's not going to breathe in a ton of dust. All right. And then plugs himself in and drives off towards the um, nearest medtech, I guess. So do you want to go to the nearest medtech or do you want to go to the hospital? We are going to 
the med tech that made this was recommended. Okay. You look up the address and you head over to it. It's towards the edge of town. Uh, let me see if you actually... Let me roll an encounter dice. Uh-oh. <laughs> Normally you don't roll encounter dice inside the city. Mm. But I feel like right now we're in... We're breaking curfew as yeah. well, so... Yeah. But and it's for an emergency. Yeah. It is. It is an emergency. Uh, so you're taking her there. It's a red light, so you just blast through it because there's nobody else there. And suddenly behind you, you see the flickering of sirens. Oh, fuck. You're still three or four minute drive away. Reed's going to keep driving. He's not going to pull over. All right. All cops are bad. You keep driving for maybe another 30 seconds, and then you hear over a megaphone, Attention! You are in violation of curfew. This is the Oasis Automated Defense System. Please power down your vehicle or you will be painted as hostile. I don't want to be painted. Fine. I'm not looking my best right now. Yeah, he powers down. All right. The police vehicle pulls up behind you. The door opens and out steps another one of those bipedal defense machines and just kind of clumsily walks over to the side. Attention, you are in violation of curfew. Not so loud, jeez. Return home immediately. She's injured. I'm bringing her to a med tech. The robot turns to the side and you see like a little scanning pattern go over Mavis and uh, turns back to you and says, this injury does not appear to be life-threatening. What the fuck? Are you a med tech robot? Please return home immediately. Fine, we'll return home immediately. Thank you for your compliance. And he starts to power on the bike. He goes back to the car, gets in it, and then the car sort of clumsily just takes off and begins racing down the streets again. Okay, he just keeps going. Yeah, alright. He's just gonna keep going. (laughs) (laughs) You keep going. As you pass by several of these streetlights, all lit up red in every direction, so you just kind of blast through. As you do, the first one that you go through, you notice it scanned your bike, and it scanned you. You felt the scan go over your face. And every subsequent one from this point on up to the med tech, it is scanning your bike and both of your faces. It doesn't appear to be doing anything other than just scanning you, though. You arrive at the MedTech's place at about, you know, 2.30, 2.45. It is on the first floor, luckily. So you walk up to the first floor door. The lights are off inside. Do we have his number? You pull out the card to look at the number, and suddenly... Oh, God. Can I get a dodge? Uh, 17. Very faintly behind the door, you hear a click of something, and your nomad instincts kick in, and you hit the ground right as a big old basketball-sized chunk of the door goes and disappears. And a second later, you see a face go in, look down at you and go, oh shit! We've got somebody injured. We need your help. Give me a persuasion. Uh, 15. 15. He pauses for a second and sort of pokes his head through the door and looks at the bike and goes, oh God, I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, go ahead, bring her in, bring her in. Right. So you bring Mavis in, uh, he examines her injuries and says that he'll charge you 400 eddies. Easy, yeah. 
you pay 400 eddies. He patches her up over the course of the next four hours. Do you stay there? Absolutely. Reed is not leaving this building until curfew's done. <laughs> okay. The medtech initially seems kind of twitchy and distracted by your presence there, continually glancing over at you while he's in the middle of working on Mavis. You get the sense he's kind of a bit uncomfortable having you in his space. As the time goes on and he realizes that you're not really a threat, though, he becomes visibly much more chill about this whole situation. Look, I'm sorry about hammering on your door so late at night, but she got a big old crush injury. Yeah, no, I see that. I, I understand. Yep. Sorry, I just got to focus on this real quick. Yeah, I gotcha. Don't, don't worry. And he sort of sits himself down. He patches up Mavis and then lets both of you just sort of rest in the same room because you're both super tired yeah. and lets you rest until the following morning. Reed's not tired. Oh, you're not tired? Reed is still <laughs> high as hell. When does your boost wear off? When does my boost wear off, Mavis? Uh, 24 hours after you took it. <laughs> okay, I'm still good. Okay, Mavis passes out and you just sit there staring. <laughs> no, he probably pulls out his agent, like <laughs> listens to music. Sadoi and Iso have been asleep. You wake up the following morning and Iso, you're in a lot of pain, yeah. obviously, but you're a lot more sober and you wake up with a start Ooh. and look at where the rat used to be. And it's just a regular wall. Walls are good. <laughs> Rats are bad. I think I can feel my legs again or a third or fourth arm. I'm not sure yet. Time to find out. <laughs> you try to move your leg and your legs hurt. Which is good, because they weren't hurting before. Love it when my legs hurt. Oh boy. I will point out though, it is hot as hell. You can hear the air conditioning just trying to chug along Oof. and blast out as much air as it could. And it's not helping that much. Your cyberware is sort of flickering on and off. Mm -hmm. It's like doing minor cooling on your body, but not enough that's actually stressing yeah. itself. Sadoi, it's a very similar situation for you. Yeah, but also cocaine withdrawal syndromes. I'm glad I have uh, constructed my uh, Siberian arms. Is it like dawn right now? Or? Yeah, it's about dawn. Uh, yeah, Iso tries to get off the table. <laughs> I feel like that's a challenge in and of itself. <laughs> you get off the table, you do a bit of stretching, you're, you're, you're feeling okay, but you know, similarly to the last situation, if you try and fire your yeah. gun or lift more than 10 pounds, <laughs> you're going to burst your stitches. Getting very used to this. Huh? <laughs> So Mavis, you wake up with a start. You can breathe again. You're feeling great. You're in a uh, annoyingly clean med tech lab. <laughs> and Reed is sitting there playing with his agent. Reed, you, you got me here all right. What sort of a place? Who doesn't have a dirty med tech lab, really? Someone who takes actual pride in their work, maybe. Hey, I take pride in my work. <laughs> There's barely any blood here. How would anyone know he's even done surgery? Well, he's done surgery on you, right? Uh, well, I can I can breathe again. I, I almost feel like I didn't get crushed between a helicopter and a building. <laughs> it's at this point that you notice that he's not staying in any Oasis-branded building. He's just staying in a regular building. And there are three window units that are chugging at full capacity, blowing cold air into this room to make it a relatively livable temperature. God, it got hot, huh? Yeah. This. I still need that sniper arm. Oh shit! Yeah, you didn't. You didn't get anything. No. Done. Fuck. Okay. Are we done here? 
Yeah, it's all paid for. It's all good. Okay, you, you let me know how much that is. I'll, I'll pay you back later. Yeah, it was only 100. Don't worry about it. Well, if we're done here, we should probably get back before the sun comes too high in the sky, no? Right, yeah. So you head outside, and sure enough, it is crushingly hot, even though the sun hasn't even come up yet. Somehow, the amount of sand that's currently in the air is preventing shade from happening. Fuck. You're not quite sure how that works. Reed, you are immediately hit with this, even with your summer clothes. You're, you're still hit with this intense heat. And from a rules standpoint, the way this is going to work is every 10 minutes you spend outside, you need to roll a resist torture drugs check or else you will start overheating and losing hit points. Ouch. Okay. All right. It takes about 10 minutes to drive back. So let's have you roll one of those. Uh, 11. That is not enough. Oh, no. Can I get you to roll a pilot land vehicle check? Uh, 25. Okay. That you get good. on your bike and you begin driving past and just sweat is bucketing off of you. You're having trouble making the throttle go as it's supposed to. There are a couple of close calls where you almost smash into something. There are small amounts of other vehicles on the road, but other than that, it's people are generally staying off the streets. But you make it back and you and Mavis walk upstairs and check in on ISO. Reed just like flops onto his bed, sweating buckets. It's not much cooler in your apartment, but it is a livable temperature. Yeah. You don't have to make rolls on this. <laughs> so it's the first day of the wave. How many days do people need in order to fully recover? This has been Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, episode 30, The Call from Beyond. Thanks for listening, and remember, gathering feedback is challenging, but accepting feedback can be even more difficult. We didn't get too many responses for our call for 2022 feedback, but we did get enough that we were able to draw some conclusions. The main standout point was, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we need to do a lot better on our consistency, and that one is all on me. We actually have more than 10 episodes in our backlog right now, fully edited by Paul, missing a few re-records for clarity and stuff like that, and of course, missing my recordings for these intro and outro segments. We'll be exploring some other options for intros and outros, which take up a surprising amount of time to write and record, but the feedback about our consistency and the consistency of our feedback has given me the kick in the ass I needed to start getting ahead of our release schedule, by a bit at least, so we don't have to miss weeks anymore. Hopefully. Additionally, on the days we do miss a release date, we'll be posting updates in our Discord and explaining the delay, and also looking into other methods of communication for people who aren't on Discord so y'all aren't left in the dark. The second piece of standout feedback was regarding our social media. Without many episodes to post and without much new artwork, our social media has gotten pretty stale. Additionally, with the slow demise of Twitter at the hands of corporate man-babies, we need to diversify our social media presence, that is clear. So. We've decided to undertake a large overhaul of our entire Oasis outreach strategy and our social media coordination services to address these issues over the next few weeks. We aren't quite sure what the end product is going to look like yet or what platforms we'll end up on when it's all over. We dislike Facebook, TikTok as spyware insidiously designed to erode your attention span. We aren't really pretty enough for Instagram. Being popular on Reddit is more of a curse than a blessing and the presence of Neil Gaiman on Tumblr intimidates the hell out of us. 
but we are looking into it. Maybe we'll start releasing YouTube shorts or something? I don't know. But if you have any ideas or you want to help shape the future of the Oasis, come join us on Discord and make your dreams our reality. You can find the sign-up link on our page, oasiscyberpunk.com, in the top right-hand corner. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time, Chooms.